Positive Advocacy and welcome you to season three of our podcast. Our podcast wouldn't be what it is without you, our listeners, and of course, my co-host and dear friend, Dr. Mike Wakesness. Hey, Mike, what's up? Hey, LaToya, I am excited for our podcast today. We've been on a little bit of a break, but We have a lot to talk about, so I'm excited for this podcast. You know, I am too, and one of the things I've been thinking about is advocacy. Um, As you know, I wrote a book, Burned Out, Beaten Up, Fighting Back, A Call to Action for America's Public Educators, and there's been lots of things going on across the country with teachers, but today I want us to really focus on positive advocacy. Mike, what what are some of the ways you think we can move our advocacy to something that's framed in, in a positive light? Well, I think first it takes, uh, you got to step back for a second. And a lot of times as educators, we kind of see what's in front of us. We're so busy. We have so many expectations and demands. We are kind of just trying to do the best for our school. But it's really important as a profession that we take a step back and say, you know, what are we doing to advocate for all of the great things that are going on in our schools? And, And really starting from there, I think that a lot of times what happens, LaToya, is, all these great things that happen in our schools and our districts and our classrooms, we kind of take for granted because we see it every day. But to the outside observer, it would be pretty phenomenal, uh, the things that we have going on. So thinking about ways to get the message out to not just your kind of inner circle and your educator friends and your educator contacts on social media, but thinking about how you can share the stories with those, yeah, inside of education, that's important. But I think even more important is how can you share that with other stakeholder groups? How can you share that with politicians, with parents, with stakeholders, with businesses? You know, moving beyond sharing with your peers and sharing with the community at large. Gosh, Mike, you know, when I think about that, I've been so guilty in the past of just talking about the great things happening in the schools that I've served in or, um, you know, really only sharing that with my internal circle, those people that I work with every day or perhaps other colleagues who are also in the field of education. And for some of us, it's, it's really uncomfortable sometimes to, to sort of toot our own horns, for lack of a better word. Um, How do we go about, you know, where do we start? When you talk about sharing externally, where do we start? You know, that's a great question. And I don't know that there's there's one starting point, so to speak, but just thinking about your current situation uh, and how you can start getting the word out. For example, when I was a a principal at Sullivan Middle School, uh, you know, this was probably seven years ago, six years ago when we did this, we started a, uh, I forget exactly what we called it, but an elected official day where we invited our local, state, and national politicians even. Uh, we didn't have any uh, politicians from the federal government, but we had state and local officials come and spend a day in our classroom. And I know lots of schools do that, but I think it's important that we continue to do so because a lot of times people making these decisions haven't been in a school maybe in quite a long time. And they may not. They might have a different frame of reference to what uh, what happens in schools to uh, the reality of what happens in schools. So I think teachers could do this. Uh, they can invite politicians into their classrooms. Principals could do this. Districts could do this. Uh, so that's one way. And then another way I want to talk about is contacting your elected officials. And I tweet about that quite a bit. And um, I have ongoing dialogue with two of our, um, our our state representatives. I think it's important 
um, to keep telling our stories and talking about what concerns us in schools. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of times we talk about being involved, but we don't actually do it. So I would say contact your elected officials on a at least a monthly basis about what's going on in your classroom, your school, your district. Wow, I think you make an excellent point there, um, pushing us to, to really share. And, and I think it requires an open mind. We have to also be willing to hear the concerns of, of others and acknowledge their opinions and insights. And when we can approach something with the, the goal of compromising and the goal of um, trying to find middle ground, I think we get a lot further with, uh, with our efforts. Also, when I think about advocacy and positive advocacy, you know, one thing that's been promoted over the years is, you know, sharing on social media for educators, the great things that are happening in your classroom. Our April challenge for leadership with LaToya and our call to action for EdChat is for folks to share pictures or stories about how they're celebrating. But one of recent insight that I've had is that we need to bring those things that we celebrate virtually to life. We need to do those things face to face interaction. And I couldn't help but think about the times we held ice cream socials to celebrate the teachers where we were co-principals or we rolled out the red carpet for our students. What do you think um, we could do to help others think of ways they can celebrate not only via social media, but in person? You know, I think um, going back to my the discussion earlier about inviting people into your school, and a lot of times people want to be involved and learn about public education, but they don't really know how to do that. So maybe if you think of inviting specific people into your school or to your classroom when you're doing these celebrations so they can see it in action. Uh, you talked about when we used to roll out the red carpet for the students. What a wonderful, I love that event. That was uh, such a great time. Uh, but it was, it was, you know, if you think about it, that was sheltered to our students and us and some folks from the district office. We didn't really let others outside of our peer group, our colleagues, to see that. So that might have been a great opportunity uh, to get more people from the outside involved. Or when we celebrated our teachers for the phenomenal work that, that public educators do every day, a lot of times that was, again, just sheltered to us, our school, and maybe some district office folks. But we didn't do a great job you know, getting that message out other than sending it out on social media. So maybe just thinking of people you could invite into your school and having them be part of these celebrations. Yeah, I think um, I think you make an excellent point there that all stakeholders uh, need to be a part of what we're celebrating, and and that's how we get that message out. Uh, Mike, before we go, I have one last question when it comes to positive advocacy. You know, I've written a book now, and one of the things I'm, I've decided, or or one of the the thoughts and and um, insights that I've had uh, with the book being out now and having written it and gone through the whole process is that I, I really want to take a lead role in helping others find a way to feel good about our profession and to elevate our profession. Um, I think it starts with us. We've got to be the positive voices. We have to be the positive narrative. Um, in terms of elevating our profession as a whole, not just celebrating internally or externally the great things that happen, how do we move forward so that we get other folks to also, A, want to become teachers and educators, and B, people to really talk about the great things that are happening um, in our profession? First, I have to say, uh, listeners, if you have not picked up LaToya's book yet, you need to do that. 
uh, yesterday. Uh, it's a wonderful read. It is. Uh, uh, it comes from the heart. There's some research in there, but it's very practical. And my favorite part of the book is at the end. There's a uh, a checklist or a summary to uh, to for, to help you look at things that you can do, actually do, actively do, in order to start elevating our profession. So. I highly recommend you pick up that book and, and check it out. It is a great read. If you have a teacher book study group that uh, you're looking for a book, that might be a perfect opportunity. But to go to your question, you know, it's really about sharing the positive stories and not seeming like we're complaining about what's going on in schools. And those of us that work in schools, we certainly know that schools are not perfect, uh, but we know overall they are, they are great institutions and they have so many great things to offer uh, for our community, but sometimes I think we, we, we're self-defeating when we maybe are in a grocery store and we're talking to another teacher and we're kind of complaining about all the stresses and demands. Um, while I certainly understand the stresses and demands and, and all those things, we need to be careful about how we're portraying that in the community, how we're portraying that to others outside of education, because we want to really focus on the great things when it's really easy to fall back on uh, the things that cause us stress. So, so one, just one tip I would have is to uh, think about how you're portraying our profession to the public. And then, I, you know, Latoya, I don't think we have a, a set answer on what we can do, but I know we need to start talking about it to educators, non-educators, and coming up with ways that we can start working on this. You know, collaboration, we know how how great that is for instruction and what we do in the school. So let's collaborate uh, using your hashtag is a great way to do it. The call to action for Ed uh, are ways we can work together to to start advocating as a whole for our profession. You know, Mike, you make some excellent points there. Um, I think you're right. Uh, there's there's certainly an opportunity for us to start thinking together about how we elevate our profession. One simple uh, strategy or or thing that I've been doing in the last year or so, um, you know, when I meet someone and they tell me they're a teacher, I always say, thank you for being a teacher or thank you for being a principal. Or if I meet a student who says, I want to be a teacher, thank you for majoring in education. I think a, a simple thank you can go a long way and that's something we all can do well folks we're so happy to start season three of leadership with latoya we're going to be bringing you the absolute best in leadership podcast when it comes to our work um as mike said if you haven't picked up the book burned out beaten up fighting back a call to action for america's public educators we'd love for you to get a copy you can find it on amazon.com available on both kindle and in paperback Until next time, be you, be true, be a hope builder. This is Leadership with LaToya.